Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back. You've been enjoying my podcast and YouTube channel. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Really help me out. Back with part three of the police chief's interrogation of Sergeant Walls were just BS, total BS stuff. And I've been commenting on how this parallels what happens in corporate world when senior management or anyone in management starts targeting their workers and the gaslighting, the made-up BS, and just the total crap show that takes place. So let's get back to part three. No, then, uh, so I would, I would say to you that I would ask if, if uh, those people found it derogatory or that it was just a, uh, a joke in passing. If you're... And see, that right here, it's like the chief is saying, we have a policy, you can't post defamatory or derogatory statements. He's like, okay, did anybody on this post find anything I said defamatory or derogatory? And the chief is trying to get him to understand, no, we decide what's defamatory and derogatory. Back to the conversation I had with my manager, and this was, a, I think, a totally different incident. I was in a meeting, my manager was there. I was in a disagreement with a some when I was in IT, I'm software. This was a hardware area. We were arguing about performance. They were trying to make it out to be the code, and I knew it was not the code. And that's the standard argument. Something's not working. Hardware people say it's software. Software say it's hardware. That's normal. We're having a heated discussion. He made a comment that was totally bogus, and, and I was able to explain to him why it was wrong, but I did it in my very unique way. And my manager pulls me aside after the meeting and, and very upset at me saying that I was derogatory or, or mean or whatever word they use to that person. I'm like, oh, really? Did the person complain? And I can't make this stuff up. That's the reason I'm, I'm sitting here talking about this. My manager actually said to me, no, I could tell by the look on that person's face. And me being the smart ass I am, and I, at this point, I was so done with this manager. My response was, how do you know it wasn't gas? Because it was right after lunch. And the manager just looks at me and I'm like, look, this is BS. And I just got up and walked out. So I get this frustration that this sergeant's feeling. And right now the, the chief's like, you can't joke around because anytime we decide that that joke was inappropriate, we're going to decide not based on whether it was inappropriate, but we have a beef against you and we will use this against you. I do. I remember exactly what you said. And, and I, I can um, also tell you that um, tagging B. Pollard or B. A. Pollard or you, it's nothing that I wouldn't say in front of you there at the police department. I've, you know, Paul and I have had a, a not, not such a great relationship, but we also, you know, grasp each other in front of each other too. So we do have a professionalism about ourselves. We can make fun of each other and ourselves. And it's nothing that I put in there that I wouldn't say in front of them and that we haven't joked about during shift changes. So we, we try to keep it pretty loose. Here's another situation where he's like, look, I joke around. Everybody jokes around. But because you want to hem me up and you want to find something I did wrong, you're going to nitpick jokes on this Facebook post that I made. Do, do you see the point I'm trying to make? Yes, absolutely. 
That's a good point you're trying to make. And I would never put you in a meme that said, you know, you're a clown or Chief South's a clown, look at this clown, you know, specifically like that. If I, if I didn't think that, um, you know, I didn't see it as you're seeing it until now you're it. Sure. It'd be no different than if I posted it at a city wall on some string that you're not involved in. Now, so here the commander is saying, well, we would never, you know, make jokes about you. And it's like, first of all, I would not care because I'm not a pansy like you guys that are offended over every little thing. And I'm not going to make excuses. If I don't like what you're doing, I'm going to just tell you. I'm not going to go look for something that justifies me to formally reprimand you. And that's what these guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Regrettably, it came right after the He's starting to catch on to the BS. He's like, yeah, it's very strange that this came up right after this incident. Now, I'm sure they probably knew about this a while back and it wasn't enough. They kept this until they wanted to build a case against him. Then they bring out all this other garbage and the chief catches on to what he's saying and they have a little tiff over this. It's just weird that it wasn't like that. For instance, it's strange that it's only a problem wasn't a problem a month ago when I posted it just now, so just suspicious. But a lot of things are weird. Yeah. Well, are you actually doing something about it first? Um, just that it's uh, just a coincidence. Quite a strange coincidence, at all. So the sergeant saying, I, I see the BS you're doing. I know I can't be completely honest because I'll get fired, but I know you. I know I cannot trust you one bit. Because, it, again, I've been posting memes for over two years, and now that I'm in under investigation, now it's a problem. So, I don't know about it. Exactly. So, isn't that weird? So the chief's like, well, I didn't know anything about it. He says, yeah, isn't that weird? That for years I've been doing this, but the moment I'm under investigation, all of a sudden this comes about. Someone had this in their back pocket. Somebody wants to bring something up. Yeah, it's just the timing. It's just really strange. I had no idea it was even existing. I'm sure you didn't. You're not on social media, right? Yeah. Understandable. And that goes back to the whole point of responding to yeah, no, the no. person who has no knowledge of it. Yeah, has knowledge of it. Yeah. It's not funny. This is what's funny because I've talked about it. I've had this situation with the my manager saying that someone was upset and he could tell by the face. He said, well, you don't know the impact. He said, well, what's the impact? Did someone really get hurt over this? This is not what we're asking and then it's like, well, we're not talking about that. No, he just brought up that I need to understand the impact of me posting jokes on Facebook. And he's like, okay, what's the impact? I mean, this goes back to that one time where someone complained about me and my manager would not tell me who it was, would not tell me the conversation, when it occurred, because then I'd figure out who did it. And I had already had a feeling who it was, but they would not tell me anything. And all they would tell me is someone complained. They thought you were being a jerk and you need to be nicer. That That is not management. That is not coaching my company and almost every company today uses something called star 
situation or task, action, result. So the situation or task is what the person did wrong, what was the situation that occurred, or what was the task they were supposed to perform and did not do, what was their actions that created that situation or not performing their task, and what was the result of what they did. We are taught and all of the management training is we have to write it up as a star. And to tell me, well, you just need to be nicer. That's not, you know, they would never tell me the situation or the task, my action, the star, you know, they would never do that. And now this is the gaslighting. The commander brings up, you need to understand the impact. And he's like, okay, great. Explain to me the impact. The chief's like, oh, that's not what we're talking about. Right. Did you have a texture sergeant when you were there? And I love this. He points out the chief is trying to make a point. You shouldn't be joking around with your subordinates because that's not professional. That's not what the city hires you to do. But he's like, but the commander sitting right here does the exact same thing with me and with my guys. Why is he allowed to do it, but I'm not allowed to do it? Oh, because there's an investigation on you and we want to hem you up and we want to find a reason to justify our punishment against you. Once again, guys, this has nothing to do with police departments. This is this is corporate America. It doesn't matter whether it's a police department, they're still a corporation or a business. All the same. It's all the same exact same management style. They use this abusive, gaslighting technique to try to convince you that you were wrong. He's not buying it. He knows he's going to be punished, but he is not buying that he did anything wrong. He's just going to modify his behavior. To me personally, I'd be distancing myself to from Commander Noble there. Everything would be yes, sir, no, sir. Everything to the chief would be yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, chief, no, chief. Other than that, I would not be having any personal conversations with them because I cannot trust either one of them. That's just me. Uh, to me, it's just we're being loose, and it's the culture of what's going on there. You know, we're just loose, and it's not—it's nothing that that him or I or anybody else is trying to dig at anybody. We're just—it's just um, there's a time and a place for us to have fellowship and to be loose, and there's a time to be serious. And he knows when it's time to be serious and work. I know when it's time to be serious and work, and the guys know when it's time to be serious to, be, to work. So there is a balance of professionalism and and home life, or, or how did you describe it, uh, personal life and professionalism, but they go together, you know. Um, uh, I think it's important for me to know this. But that's not, there's got to be a separation. You know I got you. Is there not a difference when we're all in the squad, chatting, talking, yes, and making jokes, as opposed to... Because we're all there face to face. Right. But 
opposed to social media where that other person is not able to be part of the conversation, to be part of the you're right, and, and but we've also had plenty of, of, of conversations that people are not around, and we joke about them. Do we not? So here the commander is trying to make a difference between in-person joking and social media. And the sergeant's bringing out, but we've joked about people that weren't in the room. Once again, he's calling out their hypocrisy and that they're just using this to try to hem him up. And the chief is looking through this book because he's trying to say, what else can I find on him and ding him for? What else can I use to beat him down? I kind of flipped on the How come you're keeping all this kind of stuff? Now they're going to nitpick. When I said he's looking for something, they took a picture of his desk. And they're going to nitpick what's on his desk. Yep, that's my desk. So, what's the purpose? Uh, which part? The no purpose at all. They were on my desk, and I put them, somebody put them on my desk, and I put them in my, in my desk. Are those current employees? Uh, no. They're all former employees, right? Yes, they are. Who kept those? Uh, I don't know. They were on my desk after they left, and I just slid them on, in my desk. I didn't put them on the order like that. Yeah. They were on your desk after they left. Correct. After those individuals left, or after girls left? Um, I don't remember a specific time when they were all on the desk. Did you get those with No. No, I mean, like, when I, when I came, like, they would be on my desk, like, I don't ever put them there. Like, someone just randomly appear on your desk like that? Yeah, like, someone put a chocolate dick on my desk. Like, I don't know who... So they're nitpicking what is on his desk. He doesn't know who put it on his desk, but he had he's going to get blamed for it. Just like he said, someone put a chocolate phallus on his desk. He said, I don't know who put it on my desk. It just showed up. Doesn't mean I did it. This is the gaslighting that management does. You're responsible for everything, regardless of whether you should be or not. When they target you, they're going to make everything out to be your fault. And this is abusive. This That chief, in my opinion, is a dirty cop. People put stuff on my desk to be funny, like, or to just put stuff on my desk. I don't know. I've gotten all kinds of stuff on my desk. Did you ask your fellow supervisor for stuff and what the heck on my desk? No, because it might not have been them. But you kept it, right? Yeah, I put them on my desk. What would be the purpose of keeping them if you didn't put them there? No reason. This is stupid. Why, why did you keep them? Well, I didn't know what to do with them. Am I supposed to throw them out? Am I turn them in? I don't know. I mean, I just kept them. It's like, this is the nitpicking. It's like, you have a dirty desk. They're going to yell at you. He put these name tags in his drawer. Someone took them out of his drawer, lined them up on his desk, and took a picture. They are setting him up. Probably the same person that took the picture is the one who took them out of the drawer and lined them up. Tell me about the show shirts. So he bought, I think, T-shirts for his team as morale, and it just had EPD because it's Elgin PD, and then it has a number. And the chief's like, "Did you get approval?" And it's like, "I didn't know I had approval. It didn't have any official logo. It was just." a shirt that he bought for his team. That's what good managers do. They build morale with this team until senior management is targeting you, then everything you do is challenged. Do you have the ability to represent the Oakland Police Department independently? It didn't say Oakland. Nobody knows it's Oakland except us. Once again, do you have 
the individual authority to put something on a t-shirt like that. I mean, it could be USBD, Eugene. It's a yes or no question, Chris. Do you have authority to do that or not? Uh, no. And see, to me, that's a BS question. I would not, he says yes or no question. I would have said, no, it's not. That shirt, I had authority to create that shirt. Yes, I did. That's what I would have responded. Once again, this is the BS. This is why I don't like senior manager. This is why I'm no longer a manager because I saw what I had to become and I didn't want to be that type of person. You said in your interview that you tag officers to different departments all the time. Yes, sir. I've done that for two years. Do you know of any other examples you can tell me of where you did that? Uh, Temple, um, Round Rock, uh, Laredo, El Paso, and uh, maybe a couple others that have come up randomly on my Facebook page. How did that get started? Uh, just uh, people just uh, saying that they want to leave here and that they're not happy here, so. Uh, it started just as a joke. Well, here you go. You know, apply here and hire. So the chief's butthurt that he is letting other officers know who is hiring. As a manager, a good manager, if your subordinates feel comfortable with you, they will talk to you if they're going to leave a job. And I've had some of my people talk with me and I would tell them. Well, if you're out looking, here's a good recruiter that I've used that I trust. Or if they say, I want to go to XYZ company, I'm like, I know someone at XYZ company because someone used to work here and went over there. Let me give you my number. I treat these people as humans, as individuals. They are not owned and controlled by my company. Chief of police doesn't like that. This is a cult. Remember I said that at the very beginning, this is a cult. That chief is a cult leader. He doesn't like that this sergeant is helping people get other jobs or to advance their careers for whatever reason. I think that was probably about a week after, maybe a week or so after we left your office. And I I sent a message to the guys about you know, keeping your head up that they're good guys um, and so forth. So a week after the chief acted unprofessional, cursed them out, yelled at them, this supervisor, being a good supervisor, loyal to his officers, looking out for his officers, sends them a message saying, hey guys, keep your head up, keep focused on your job, you're the good guys, everything's going to be okay. That's what a supervisor should do. But then, really kind of see it after uh, David was fired, you kind of turned See, I think the Chief's trying to gaslight him now, that he's saying, ever since I fired that guy, you changed. Well, maybe the sergeant thinks you didn't have a justified reason to fire him. Maybe he saw you for the evil person you really are, that you're a corrupt cop, that you're not a good chief. Maybe that's what he's seeing. He lost all respect in you. Maybe up to that time, he respected you. He admired you. He wanted to be like you. But then after he saw you, how you treated this other officer, he lost all respect, changed his opinion. And you're going to see something come out of here where I think Sergeant Wall knows that this is being recorded and lets some information about the chief out of the bag and is now on record. Um, I don't think... I don't recall anything specific that's changed about the meeting. I mean, maybe if you can point something out, I can. 
And see, this I've talked about. Every time I had the conversations where someone complained about me, it's like, give me, tell me exactly what happened. Give me the, the situation or the task. When did this occur? Who was the person? What did they say I said? Maybe I didn't say what they said I said. Maybe they misunderstood or maybe they got me confused with someone else. Maybe they thought I said something when someone else said it because they weren't real looking up. They had their head down. Maybe something like that happened. So he's making accusations, gaslighting, and the sergeant's like, okay, please give me an example. And he won't. And once again, it's the general, oh, people are talking. Well, who? When? Just stepping in here and there. Yeah, we go up and down in our career. Sometimes we get something from that. It seems like when we got fired. And then he quickly moves away from why well, I've been hearing things because I know the sergeant was going to ask, well, who? Give me specifics. You kind of tanked her for a little bit. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't think it wasn't so much that David got fired. Um, I think I, I've, I've struggled with uh, the fact that you asked me to change uh, um, some of the wording in my report. I think and that report is the IA report of David, the officer that was fired. And now I think at this point, the sergeant's fed up. Absolutely. So the chief told him to remove his conclusion on the IA report, basically whether he should be punished, he shouldn't, did he break the rules, he just, the chief saying, no, I just want you to state the facts, but we're going to find out, he only did that for David. That's the thing. And at this point, the, the, the sergeant's fed up. He's like, no, you told me to take this out because you said it makes it easier for me to fire David. The chief does not like it because he knows that camera is rolling and this investigation is going to be public record. That's what he said downstairs in the hallway. Right before you walked in now the chief gets a shocked look on his face like how dare you now i don't know whether that happened or not i have worked with people that were being attacked because i've been through it and one of the things i tell people that i'm trying to help deal with their management i have told them to flat out lie about their managers now people may disagree with whether they should be lying but my thinking is your manager is lying about you your director is lying about you play their game just play it better i had a situation where a female came to me this female used to work for me she took on a management role her director had put her on a performance improvement plan out of nowhere there was no coaching she had done anything wrong it was just out of the blue that when her director was actually presenting her with the performance improvement plan hr was there hr was shocked they were hearing this for the first time so her and i went out to lunch and she wanted to know what i what she should do and i said well when you get back from lunch immediately file a sexual harassment complaint against your director saying he propositioned you sexually and when you refused him he put you on the performance improvement plan she she said well i'd be lying i'm like well he's lying about you just play his game well she did it and that's up to her she gets to decide whether she should make that accusation but to me if someone's going to lie about your performance never talk to you about it before and just make up stuff make up stuff back i don't know whether the sergeant is making this up knowing that the chief 
it's a, you know, it was happened in the hallway. So you can't prove you didn't say it and I can't prove you did, but I got a camera rolling. That's just what I'm thinking. And we're going to break it off there for part three. And we're going to be closing out with part four on Monday morning. So tune in for my final analysis of this crazy, crazy crap show. And as I said before, this has nothing to do with the police. This is corporate America. This is what happens in corporate America when management comes gunning for their workers and how they'll twist around everything. They'll parse words. They'll make up stuff. They'll make up accusations just so they can, quote, justify the punishment they're going to inflict on their employee. Tune in Monday for the final episode of this very fascinating IA interrogation. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.